Welcome to the Annotate Podcast, Season 7, Episode 5. I'm your host, Hybrid Mink. In the room today, we have Dr. Kev. Good evening. Gugsy. Hello. And Requiem. Good morning. Yeah, see, Gugsy, you were supposed to say good afternoon. You fucked it up. Oh, damn. I didn't get the memo. No, it's okay. We try to be worldwide here, but, you know, sometimes we forget. Shipping uh, issues. Today, we're going to be talking about... The worst shows that actually look great, the opposite of last time. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the shows we're currently watching, a bunch of news. But before we get to that, uh, Dr. Kev, the only writer of Annotate, what's been going on? Uh, okay, so since last time we recorded, um, I've posted three articles to Annotate. None of the other lazy bastards can be arsed, so haven't. <laughs> um, it's so but... true. People have other things in their lives that are more important than a voluntary uh, anti hobby. Name one. Um, I, I, you know, I can't think of any. They should Dang. all be ashamed. Um, right. Yeah. So the I wrote uh, an article about uh, Star Blazers or Space Battleship Yamato, which is one of my favorite shows ever, which tied in with an article that I also wrote for uh, Anime News Network. Um, so the one for anti is. Uh, article that just looks at the entire franchise, just to get a bit of history about it. Um, and the one for Anime News Network is about specifically the first season of the reboot, uh, Star Blazers 2199, which is just a fantastic show. So um, go have a look at both of those articles. And then the other two articles I wrote were about some movies. So there was a new one called Josie, the Tiger and the Fish, which is a really, really lovely film um, about a disabled girl in a wheelchair and a guy who is employed to care for her and she kind of is horrible to him but then they kind of develop a friendship and it's kind of with romantic overtones and it's not really a spoiler to say that so it's it's uh, just has just been released so it's very new and then the other is uh, Mamoru Hosoda's Wolf Children so I'm doing a bit of a retrospective on his films just because Bell came out recently so I started with The Girl Who Let Through Time, and then Summer Wars, and then now on to Wolf Children, which is another delightful movie. And in fact, uh, today, for some reason, I uh, bumped into the voice actress who plays uh, Yuki, the the girl who uh, the girl wolf from that, which is kind of fun. So, Oh, damn. I've been, I've been at, around the con? No, no, well, I was at Comic-Con, so she was one of the guests that were there, and there was a panel, and I listened to it, and she's like, and by the way, I was in Wolf Children. I was like, oh, did not know that. So I went to go say hello to her afterwards, so she seemed very nice. Um, I also met the guy who played, um, oh, uh, the the main character from Steins Gate, uh, Rintaro Okabe, who's a, yeah, he's a, quite a fun actor. He's been in lots of stuff as well. Uh, Erwin in um, Attack on Titan as well. So that was cool. Nice of them to come to Scotland, where it is cold and wet and miserable most of the year. I was just jealous of the giant pile of discount anime DVDs you came back with. Oh yeah, that was amazing. 
was like <laughs> this seller who had taken on a, a collection of some guy's DVDs. I don't know if he'd like died or something. I have no idea. But he was selling them for like a pound a disc. So I spent almost a hundred pounds on secondhand DVDs. And what was amazing is so much of it was Region 1, so US DVDs, so much stuff that had never been released in the UK. So I'm like, give it all to me, I'm taking it all home. So now I don't have enough shelving space. I can't wait till you, you, you one day watch Raz FM so we can talk about it. Maybe you could tell me what happened. <laughs> maybe you could tell, maybe you could tell us, because we, we don't know. We've all we seen don't know it. what happened. Uh, we'll right we've all it seen it, none day. of us know what happened. Yep. <laughs> Great. Are you going to watch the DVDs or are you just going to like have them on your shelf to look at and be like, yeah, I remember that show? No, I, I intend to watch them at some point. Yeah. Like, you can watch them streaming on better quality, right? Well, a lot of these things you can't stream in the UK. That's that's one of the reasons oh, that yeah. I bought them. You get a nice CRT, yeah. you get like the perfect pixels. Mm, nice. But, he's, got like, like, he's got like Slayers in here, both versions mm. of Bubblegum Crisis. Yeah, Dragon There's Half. That. I have no idea where you can stream Dragon Half. No, you can't. I don't think. And then I've got like four seasons worth of Ranma Half, which has never been available legally in the UK in any way. Oh, that's just, that's sad. I love that show. Yeah, I, I, I didn't pick up the first season unfortunately because I didn't have that. But I had that. They had seasons two, three, four, and five. So I'm like, yeah, Ranma. I love the manga. All right. So. I think it's time to start talking about the shows this season. And boy, there's just so many great shows this season to talk about. Um, not really. There's going to be a lot of overlap. I hope you guys don't mind. Um, let's start off with something we haven't really talked about yet. Um, like if you got one. Uh, <laughs> what about Love of Kill, Requiem? Well, I, I mentioned this uh, a couple episodes ago. At least I know I mentioned it at least once. Where I thought it was interesting, but was failing to live up to its um, potential, because it was mostly a guy being a sex pest to mm-hmm. some chick. And obviously, there was supposed to be like they had some kind of previous connection. It was supposed to be mysterious. And the show has kind of tried to lean more into that, and it more as it's gotten near the end of the season, like it's more about his mysterious past and like your connection. And the show just the show frustrates me so much because it could be really good, and it just never is. Like it never, it never clicks into that extra gear, where like the storytelling becomes interesting, or the characters reveal uh, sides, and like she keeps getting her ass kicked. She's supposed to be like a bounty hunter, and they're supposed to be like, you know, supposed to be like a dangerous love story. But the fact that she sucks and he uh, like always he saves know, her wins. He has to save her, or someone else has to save her. Or she tries to save him, and then just gets her ass kicked, and he has to save her again anyway. It completely robs the story. You don't give a shit about them because they're not equal. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like if if he was Kaguya-sama, right? But one of them was always winning. Yeah, it, that so would you're suck. Begrudgingly at this point. Yeah, I'm just watching it to finish it out. There's a couple of characters I do like. There's this one like character who's shorter than everybody else, and for some reason isn't drawn with a mouth. <laughs> I don't know why they don't give him a mouth, but he's really funny, and he's really the only character worth watching in the show at this point. It's not like they cover it up with a mask or something. No, like he literally they just don't draw it. They draw like the animation of his face moving when he's talking, but they don't draw his mouth. That's and nobody brings it up, so it's not like it's it's not like in universe they just chose not to do it. Does he at least have a sweet mustache? No, but he is a darker skin tone. Everybody else, 
Oh, maybe so what I, happened was they drew racist lips and like, we need to get rid of this. We don't have time to redraw the lips. It's possible. They're just like, fuck it. He doesn't have a mouth now. What's no it? one will notice. God damn it. All right, let's not spend too much time on this one. It's not terrible. Um, <laughs> I just, I was just, I just, you know, mentioned it because it could have been good. Yeah. And is, is there, is there the greatest crime any anime can commit is being boring. The second is to waste your potential. And this one did. Agreed. Let's talk about 86. It's actually coming back. Hopefully it's going to finish soon. Um, They just released the latest episode. I haven't watched it yet, but I know Gugsy and Dr. Kev did. So without yeah. spoiling it, please talk about it. Yeah, so 86, uh, while it was airing, it, was, uh, it had some production delays. And it had enough production delays that um, it boiled in, into the new season. And then instead of, you know, pushing back on what they had, I guess, already had scheduled to air, they decided to, I guess, uh, put a hiatus on it um, and come back a couple months later when they actually had airing time to, I guess, air it now. So 86 is now back. And I guess just very vague spoilers uh, just to to get you up to speed because it's been like three months probably since you saw the previous episode. Basically, the main dude is fighting the big giant cannon robot that's his, his brother or his cousin or somehow related to him. And that's, and basically all of his friends have kind of sacrificed to get him to this point. So that's, that's where, that's where we ended in back in, what was it? December or January. At the end of season one, not necessarily where we are now. No, no, no. At the no, end of season two, yeah. season two, where we stopped in season two. He's not related to the main character. They just have like similar personalities. She, he's related. I think he's meant to be a kind of distant relative or something. Like yeah, that. that's that's what I got. It's some sort of re- relative of his. Oh, I thought they just had really similar personalities. He was like uh, the protector or the, the girl. The, the protector of the princess. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they, they have similar roles and similar personalities. Yeah, I thought they were thematically linked, but not like related. Because the first like real threat was his brother. Well, that guy. was his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway. but. I, there was some connection. There's some connection between them. That's it's not just like they're they're not separate, like completely separate people. There's some connection between them. I, I thought it was familial, but I might be wrong. No, I think I think it is familial. I think you're right. But it's been they've been a bit vague about it because sometimes yeah. I find eighty six a little bit difficult to follow. Mm-hmm. Been, season two's been better in that regard, but season one with all the jumping all over the timelines here and there it's just very very difficult to know what is happening and why yeah but apart from that it's, it's good and yeah today's episode was was, was good. good yeah frankly like i they they could have um just like coasted for three months and showed up mm-hmm. and just gave us a random episode but they did a lot of things where like just like production wise that i was like is this this feels like a movie that like they took mm-hmm. time like to really work on this episode yeah, I was, it was worried really that it would be kind of like Wonder Egg priority, where they go away for three months, God. don't do any work on it until like the last week, and then just sort of shit something terrible out. No, and they definitely fun. they definitely no. put in work. Yeah, definitely. I forget what studio was Wonder Egg. Uh, Cloverworks. So Cloverworks did that, and they did season two of um, Promise Neverland, yeah. and now they're giving us the best show of the season. So they're just all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, of course, uh, my dress-up darling, in case you didn't know. Um, <clears throat> so, anything else you want to see on 86? 
I had, how much do you want us to spoil about the episode? Just no. like a basic rundown, just uh, like a preview, if a preview quality epa preview. Um, okay, it's just oh. dripping with fan service. Um, dripping, just yeah. It's a complete so, beach episode. Yeah, yeah. Just bikinis and tight thongs, and um, yeah, I'm just full of it. The boys are wearing thongs. Yeah, yeah, yes, totally. yes. Okay. Okay, I'm a little yeah. worried. Okay, good. All right. Well, I'll, 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 I will. I will say there is a Soano drop in the episode that like just Ooh. made me. It made me smile. Oh, I was like, oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah. All right, eighty six is back, baby. Yeah. I think there's only one more episode after this, though, which is a shame. Well, I don't know okay. how many drops Soano could even have left. He's done like everything you can imagine at this point. Yeah. Well, it, it's it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's. If it's a new one or an old one, he do, he he drops one, and it's like it's oh yeah okay. It was a great feeling. Cool. Mm, let's talk about actually no. Let's go over here. Oh man, Doctor Kev, just you know what? You pick something. What do you want to talk about? Um, you know, one thing we've not talked much on the podcast about has been um, Akebi's sailor uniform. Okay. Oh, Akebi, like. I was really, really cynical about this show, especially watching the first episode, and it's really quite unsettling fixation on um, proto-adolescent feet. Um, <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, it really was really uncomfortable, but our our, um, our our friend Luigi was like, it's a wonderful show, you must watch it. And, and he said that in a Canadian accent. I can't do a Canadian accent. So What's I was like, that? okay, that's fine. Like, you're totally not a degenerate. You've not made me watch terrible things in the past, Luigi. I'll totally <laughs> trust you. Um, you know what? It is a delightful show. Um, it, it's sometimes that these, like, 12-year-old girls are framed in a way that is frankly slightly uncomfortable. But a lot of the time, it's just a really quite relaxing, sweet show. With you know, there's not much conflict in it, but the the characters, are, there's their interactions are really lovely. The the main character is just just a delightful ball of sunshine. Um, they they just kind of do cute things. I'm not going to say they're cute girls because frankly, they look deformed. They've got these huge eyes that are about you know two inches too low on their faces. They've got weird shaped noses. They do look like they're inbred. Um, which does take away some of the magic of the show, but otherwise it's gorgeously animated. I mean, this is possibly the most beautiful show this season, um, and I love the uh, opening song. It's just this sort of piano and strings that sort of really kind of builds to like an emotional climax. It's just really good. So, uh, yeah, I, I initially, based on the first episode, be like, hell no, this is sort of wank material for pedophiles, but it's not. And most of that goes away. And I I really do recommend it. Just forget about the feet sniffing part. So, my question for you is: I I'm very very far behind on the Kebbies, and I got sort of the sense for a while that it was gonna be kind of like an introduce a new character, new friend for a Kebby every episode sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of made me not want to keep up too much on it. There's there's a bit of that, but I mean now she's got an established friend group, and now they're just kind of interacting with one another and doing stuff together. And okay. there's been a little bit of sort of plot lines, you know, b- between episodes. They're they're preparing to do stuff, and you know the previous episodes are a reference, so it's not totally episodic, and it's not just inviting new friends. I mean, there is a good bit of that. But it seems to have settled down a little bit from that point of view. 
Okay, because yeah, that's that's what made me drop off it a bit because it, it had a stretch of that like, oh, here's a new friend that Akebi is gonna meet and and learn about, and that's gonna change your worldview on this in this way, and then okay, we're gonna do another character, and so that kind of it soured me a bit on the show, but I guess it sounds like it it's not doing so much anymore. Sometimes when I watch anime, and you because know, I write for a website, it's almost like a bit of an obligation. Sometimes, like, oh, I don't really want to watch that just now. I'll watch that later in the week. But with a Kebby, it's like, oh, there's a new episode. That's good. I'm going to watch that now. And I, I think you know, there's only maybe four, maybe five shows like that this season for me, and a is one of them. Mm, okay, maybe I still I'll don't know what the show's about. What's it about? Oh, yeah. It's about schoolgirls and their feet. No, I need a little more. <laughs> so a uh, it has sailor uh, uniform right in the title. Is it just there to say, like, she's, hey, she's, this is she's a, a cute young girl. She's about to start a new middle school. Um, her mother makes her a new school uniform. It's, it's the uniform that she wore when she was a child and went to the same school. Akebi's super excited about it because the sailor uniform is really, really cute. She turns up at school. She's the only one in a sailor un- uniform because they stopped using that uniform, like, decades ago. And she's like, oh, my God. And she's like, not like any of the other children. And you almost kind of think, oh my goodness, she's going to be totally ostracized for this. But in fact, they all just think she's so, so cute and adorable in her, in her sailor uniform that she finds it easy to make friends. And that's basically it. <laughs> uh, I guess to add a little bit onto that is basically the, the plot is she, or at least the backstory is she's from the boonies and her school was like, she was basically all by herself in the school. And so now she's going to the school that her mom went to and there's a bunch of kids that are there so she's like oh wow i'm, I'm gonna make friends now because before i was all alone so there's that yeah, i should give that yeah. a shot yeah luigi will be happy that you turned around on it because all the feet dialogue really uh, upset him we should put that that quote from doc on the back of the, the box though great show just ignore the feet yeah, I mean, the feet thing, it doesn't go completely away. There's quite an, a fixation on thighs as well. Um, but, you know, as long as you can... Yeah, as long as you can ignore some of that stuff and, you know, and perhaps pretend the children are not 12 years old, then you'll be fine with it. <laughs> That's hard. It's a little yeah. bit overblown, the feet thing. It's a little bit overblown, but it's it's kind of one of those things that, like, if, if anything happens, like, you know, th- those people start showing up and start making noise about you know, things, and it's like, oh, it becomes a bigger deal. Is it like that episode of uh, Dress Up Darling where she's, like, just putting her feet all over him, like, you see the toes articulating for, like, a solid minute? There's quite a lot of that. <sighs> yeah. God oh, damn it. <laughs> put it on the maybe list. I might give it a shot. I am watching, like, nothing this season, so I could use another show. Uh, sounds pretty good. Let's talk about... Ranking of Kings, I assume this is... Do we know if it's ending this season? It, sound, it seems like it's just getting a standard two-core two season. Two more episodes to go, I think. And it's the yeah. finale, they're not doing another season or anything? I don't think it's been announced. It hasn't been announced, but it feels like the story is coming to a, at least a very natural stop, if not a finale. It feels like they kind of... I disagree. I, we really? can keep going. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like most of the main over. conflicts are about to resolve. Pretty much, no. like... The I demons seem like the through line, and we're finally getting some info on the demons. So, yeah, like the, the I thing think, in the background the whole time has been the demon. I think there, there could be a lot more on the demon. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think Boji's ready for that. 
But the whole thing, it's called it's called Ranking of Kings, and we've had almost nothing about this actual ranking system, about what any of this stuff is about, what's going on in the background. There's some kind of sinister, weird shit going on, which has barely been touched upon. And because the manga's not even stopped, if they do end the, end the story in the anime, it will be an anime original ending. Okay, so um, it's still going? Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying it would resolve. I'm saying it would come to a natural stop. Like, yeah, most of the arcs they're working on now, like between Boji and his dad and Dida, whatever, would come to a conclusion that you could pick up from. But I don't think it's just going to leave us hanging in the middle. Yeah, but uh, there's more meat on this bone. Oh, there's so much more meat on this bone. There's a whole other whole animal carcass here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What I was going to say is, I felt like they've kind of slowed down when they got in the fight with uh, the immortal guy, I forget his name. Uh, they were just like in that okay. fight for so long, and we're getting a lot of backstory, and it's still been really good, but I feel like it was had a really great pace in the first half, and it kind of got a little slow there, but uh, I I still think it's great. It's still one of my favorite shows of the last couple of years. Uh, I mean, the latest episode, that fight scene was probably one of my favorite fight scenes ever. It was like yeah. kind of like in your head, like what you were imagining if he was in that body, but not... Yeah. Not really happening, but yeah, it was like, wow, okay, wait, I guess you guys can still do this. It's crazy. They're just they're just showing off at that point. It was we have crazy. Experience drawing large men fighting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was watching that episode, and my son just came home from seeing his friends and stood in the middle of the living room, just sort of staring, transfixed at that action scene. He's like, mm-hmm. and the only word he said was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow." What's yeah. that? What's that Scottish for? Um, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that next time I speak with my Scottish. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's Scottish. So I, it's a whole. It's a whole. It's a whole sentence oh, in English. He was doing his Boji impression. If that's offensive, cut it out. Yeah. I like how some people can understand Boji and some people can't. Like he goes up to the mirror and he's like, "Ray, ray, ray," and she totally got it. Yep. But my know. wife. My wife was watching Ranking of Kings, and she didn't even intend to start watching it. We have like uh, you know an Apple TV in in the bedroom, and sometimes she just watches random shit on YouTube. Um, and she went into the Apple TV app, which just sort of usually sort of queues up the next episode of whatever you've been watching. And because I've been watching Ranking of Kings, she accidentally clicked on that, and it started with like episode one. And she said, mm, "This looks interesting." And then like within twenty four hours, she was up to like episode seventeen or something. Nice, <laughs> nice. I yeah. can think of no stronger endorsement for a show. She never does this with anime. Usually I have to be like, darling, let's watch that thing we were watching. She's like, all right, fine. I want to watch murder documentaries on YouTube instead. But um, no, no, she watched it and, and she really likes it. And then she said, yeah. you've been watching this with our 10-year-old son. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you want him to eat the body that got turned into blood? <laughs> yeah, now? the body, the dad yeah, shape. She's like, I don't think this... She's like, I don't think this is suitable, is it? Well, he, we, he's already fully caught up, darling. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> corpse oh. protein sh- uh, powder. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I mean, rank, Ranking of Kings is kind of that perfect show for someone who's to show someone who's never seen anime before and be like, oh, check this out. It's like, it, I feel like I'm, I would be the most confident being able to sell them on anime as a medium, like showing that show versus like some other ones that I would think of. There's no Japanese culture shock. It feels like, like no. a cartoon. It's just weird. yeah, it's so dramatically different than a lot of other series. Like there's so few of the general tropes. The the animation and story are so different. It's not set in Japan. Nope. The it's majority of the cast is adults. That's not isekais. Yeah, I know. It's it's Crazy. that's I mean, 
even if it wasn't great, it would stand out. And then it stands out and it's great. So. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it with your wife, Rack, or no? Uh, my wife has not seen this one. I don't think. Oh, okay. She'd probably like it if I got it, if I could get her to sit down and look at it. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll just like leave it. Thing. I'll leave it on her uh, Fire TV or something and see if she accidentally watches it. I mean, your <laughs> wife likes the same disturbing shit that my wife likes, so maybe she will also like Ranking of Kings. My, my wife does enjoy a good murder documentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that if Rick or I ever turn up dead anywhere, our wives are the first sub. Um, you know, the first suspects. Definitely, we'll, we'll alert the oh, authorities. Almost yeah. definitely. <laughs> All right, moving on. And, and if I die, it's, it's one of you bastards. <laughs> well, if, you, if you die, it's probably Dex. <laughs> what power do you have to offer? Me? Yeah. No, the power of love and friendship. Ugh, I need that shit. You, who the fuck, like, you can't use love and friendship for anything. That's like, like sometimes if you kill a guy, you get to shoot like leaves across the screen. What? Um, you can use it for everything. When you beat when you beat Woodman, you get to shoot the leaves. Oh yeah, the... I prefer the buzz saws. The buzz saws are certainly a lot more useful. Yeah. Fucking Woodman. All right, let's talk about Mega Man for the next half hour. What is the best Mega Man boss? Go. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Cutman. Okay. I I have never played a Mega Man. All right. Whatever. Well, ever ever. I know. Any of them? Like At any point, even like one? Battle Network or anything like none of the nope. spinoffs. Even nope. Battle Network? Who? Come on. Yep, I know. No, I'm joking. Why would anyone play Battle Network? Come on, that's like her. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's Gen a bunch Z-ers of versions Mega of Mega Man. Like, you didn't I, play an NES Mega Man or PlayStation Mega Man or uh, Battle Network. Watch Captain I, N. You know the amazing impression. That I he missed does. all of it. Nope. Okay. I love Captain N Mega Man. By the way, I was gonna do an impression, but I just I'm not gonna. Nope. Captain N needs to come back. That like bring that back. It's not as good as you remember it. Yes, it is. I've seen oh. it recently, and it's you have nostalgia glasses. Old I remember it being terrible, though. That's what makes it great. Like, the weird-ass version of Simon that okay. it has. You can't bring back a terrible show and then try and make it terrible on purpose. You, it has to be a time and place thing, and they wouldn't be able to pull it off. No, no, no. I don't, don't, when I say bring it back, don't make it again. I'm saying give me the original in, in oh. uh, an easily accessed form. Okay. Like, I've got it on old, like, secondhand VHS. Captain N, the original Isekai anime, but currently we have a show called Princess Connect, and I want you guys to talk about it. Fuck the animation, and that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. We just we just talked about how the fight scene in, in Ranking of Kings was incredible, and then it, uh, Princess Connect, like, oh, we, you know what? You know, let's show what we can do this this week too. It was ridiculous. And there's just one, the whole like eighty percent of the episode was one Sakuga fight scene. Yeah, and I couldn't even remember who the character was. I was like, it's that one character with the ponytail, whatever. But kick her you ass. Don't re- it's, the anime hasn't really explained who she is. Yeah, she hasn't. It, I, I know that people who played the game know who she is. All I know is that she's involved in the, the meta of it somehow. But that fight scene was fucking cool. So Labrista, she's called the one with the red hair. Yeah, she's kind of cool. I mean, I'm. I'm, let, let me let me let you in on something. I'm not caught up on the game story, Kev. Are you? No, no. I'm about six, <laughs> chap- six chapters behind. Yeah. So um, we we know probably about just as much as as you do, Rec. We're so far behind in the game story, so it's not like it's not like we know much more. Pretty girls hit things is yeah. mainly about as far as I get. That's as far as we got. Yeah, that's all I need. 
So the story is just based on the game. It's not like an original story. It is an original story. No, it's, that's it's, the thing. Especially the first season was very original, and this season started that way. But a lot more of what I understand to be the game has been leaking in. Well, it's it's there's there is a kind of time loop aspect to it. Um, so they are bringing aspects, but things are are working out differently as to how they they happen in the game. So, yeah, it's um, interesting. the The game and the anime story are similar, but not the same. Like the the characters are the characters are all the same. And well, like where, the world what, got reset, right? So isn't it intimating that the game is one of the resets and the anime is another one? I think that's probably like possibly right, yeah. that might that might be the explanation that things are happening for the same reasons, but they're happening differently. If that makes any sense. What I quite like is the the main character is slowly starting to develop a personality again. So you know, the, the most of the first season, he just barely speaks more than like a word at a time, and just sort of has an empty grin and just yeah. gives a thumbs up to everything. Rudebaker coon. Whereas now he, he's actually got full sentences. He remembers some of his past. He remembers that some of the ultra-depressing de- shit <laughs> happened to him. And he's like so desperate not to let any of that happen again. And that's that's quite nice. He also knows enough to um, to burn Kuka's porn stash. <laughs> the best scene of the entire season. It's that like whole bad. scene. <laughs> burn. <laughs> Just burn her stash of porn and be like, don't go down the wrong path. Holy shit, that whole episode was great. <laughs> Which, let, let's be honest, Kuka probably enjoyed that. She definitely enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Kuka. It's, it's so disturbing. You know exactly what's going on with Kuka. It's not exactly subtle. Yeah, this this, se- this season, season two, is it's definitely trying to do a lot more, like, have an actual story, whereas season one was kind of just slice-of-life comedy. They're intro- it's still a slice of life comedy right now, but they're still they're throwing in bits and pieces of the larger what's going on in this world, and it's a lot darker than you would expect for something that was so lighthearted in the beginning. Slice of life comedy with existential de- despair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, life. Right. Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, that's what life. Life is a is a slice of life comedy with existential uh, d- dread undertones. Then you know my daughter comes and watches it with me, and she's like, "What the hell are they wearing?" It's <laughs> like those aren't clothes, and then she points out the fact that they're all just wearing bikinis or loincloths, and I just hadn't really noticed. <laughs> oh, okay. Welcome. Yeah, to I think I, th- I think it's amazing how they managed to make every character's design distinct enough that you remember each one separately. Yep. Yeah. I mean, considering the size of the size of the main cast is like six people, but the size of the overall cast is like seven hundred. It's huge. I don't think it's not 700, but it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> All the guys There's guest stars every week, but when those guest stars pop back up, I remember them, which means right. they're designed well. Yeah. And like just design and personality wise, they all have kind of, they all have different like bits going for them. Yeah. It's been dope. That fight scene was awesome. Yeah. I, I, it, it would be hard for me to decide which fight scene was better. The ranking of Kings one or the princess connect one this week. Wow. Yeah, they're both, and the, the styles were really different too. Oh, it's totally different. Hmm. Prince of Connect, good. I, I think we yeah. driven that point home. Yeah. All right, let's talk about 
All right, I don't remember what this is in English. Uh, Sebikui Bisco. Was that in English? Rust Eater Bisco. Rust Eater Bisco. So they kind of... It's hard to talk about this without spoiling things because the last episode is kind of like, oh, this changes things. Yeah, we're going to have to do spoilers. <clears throat> so we're gonna, we want to do some spoilers on this one? Yeah, we're going to have to. All right, so if you're watching Rust Eater Bisco, maybe skip ahead if you haven't seen the latest episode. Skip ahead like maybe five minutes. Uh, they kind of teased that they were going to kill off the Doctor, but oh, no, wait, actually... Uh, Bisco is uh, they, they killed is them. The, the title they yeah they killed yeah. the title character in episode nine. There's still like three episodes left. Yeah, it's messed up. It it was just like the moment when he shot the arrow and his fingers snapped off. I'm like, oh, there's really no coming back from this, is there? It's like, oh, this is it. I try because I keep trying to think of like, well, how can he not be dead? And there is no non bullshit way for him not to be dead unless he regrows as a mushroom or something. Yeah, they might do like a cloning thing. That'd be messed up. Really lower the the impact. Oh, there's oh, there's definitely a bullshit reincarnation thing. I can I yeah, I'll I'll put money on that. I mean, maybe he comes it, back as a pipe snake with creepy fingers on it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, the kid, uh, the I forget his name, the doctor. He like Ari is getting pretty good at archery, and like the fact that he's a doctor, and it just makes him more interesting of a character. And then the old man, uh, well, Jobby, I think he's still fine, right? He's he's doing okay. Yeah, everybody else is fine. Really? They killed, uh, they killed the main villain and the main character with three episodes I, left. I would it took them long enough to kill the villain. Left. What? They spent an entire episode, like, sort of trying to kill him, but not really, not really trying hard enough, which led to all the disaster in the next episode. The pacing was just all over the place on the latest no. episode. It was just, like, so fast. It was basically, like, the reverse of before, like, hey, I'm going to lie to you and then take this on on my own. That's exactly what happened with in the reverse with the characters. And then it just kind of was another fight with that dude again. And, like, well, that was kind of dumb, but, like, the fact that it had such high stakes made it good. If it didn't have the high stakes, it would have been, like, why are you repeating yourself again? And who is this weird big monster guy that you're just introducing out of nowhere? I don't know what's going on. What, Tetsujin? I don't know if he had a like- name. Did you have a name? The guy that like broke the wall, like the 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 Bane looking dude, showed up. Oh no, I think that was just like some experiment they had. That's just an experiment who went bad. His experiments on like screwing with people with the, with the mushrooms. Oh yeah, the mushroom people. That's really disturbing. With like their mushroom heads and they've got holes in their heads and it's like. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's clearly obviously that the, the governor is the mushroom keeper that got mentioned in the other episode with Pawu. Where she went to that town, and the, they said a mushroom keeper had come through and basically killed everybody doing experiments. I thought this yeah. was like a TV only ending, like this was going to wrap up real quick because they kept like tying up loose ends so quickly. But it's, I don't know if anyone knows if this is like true to the original source. It seems no like it idea. happened really. No fast. idea. Mm. It's a series of. It is. And no, I was surprised. They managed to surprise me. Yep. I was like, oh, oh, he's, oh, he's dead. Oh, oh. Oh, and then I, I check how many seasons, how many episodes are in the season. This is twelve. I'm like, well, how the hell is that going to work? Yeah. Also, my uh, Bisco X Pawu ship got sunk. <laughs> Bastards. We're probably going to see him show up in like dream sequences, just, like as motivation multiple times. Oh uh, yeah, that's always fun. Or we'll get a flashback. I don't know what they're going to do. It just regrows as a mushroom. He's mu- he's literally Way. mushroom Bisco. I guess that's true. Yep. Yeah. He could be like a little comic character, like a little chibi Bisco. I can't hold my bow. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Holy shit, I hope they do that now. <laughs> like, part of me would hate it, but part of me would really respect it. Yeah. Shut up, Bisco, and he, like, flicks him off his shoulder. The little teeny tiny mushrooms he shoots from his little teeny tiny bow. Yeah, they never did explain how that works. <sighs> I guess, like, the impact of whatever... He's not shooting mushrooms. He's, like, shooting, like, seeds on the bow tip. Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like. But it's like, how? how? Spores? It's always spores. All right. I don't know. It's weird. And the finger stuff. Mm-hmm. The show doesn't explain anything. Like, why they've got know, that's kind of what flying I like. snails and stuff. It's like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Just go with it. But that's kind of what I like about it. Because it always feels more... It makes the world feel more realistic because people don't in the real world don't stop to explain to other people from that world why the world is like that because everyone already knows. Sure. Usually you do it through context and they're not using context either. They're just like, oh, that's it. Like even the usually when you have those moments where, hey, this person's going to die and they're going to kind of allude to the fact that they're lying to this person to comfort them. When he had that conversation with Panda Face, uh, he just like didn't seem like it at all. You couldn't really tell what's going on. He's like, oh, yeah, I already took the the medication, but, like, they didn't cut to a different angle. Like, there's these little tricks that you can use to hint to the audience what's going on, and they didn't do any of that. So that's probably why it was so surprising. Well, I mean, you also just don't expect a show to have the kind of, that kind of balls. I don't know. The show seemed like it had some balls. I How the hell did he, like, break in and join the ranks of that dude's, like, his uh, minions? How did he just, like, show up there? Did anyone I mean, catch that? Uh, he took one of them out and stole their stupid rabbit head. How'd he get there? Uh, I guess we're just going to assume he likes pipe snake? And... Hmm? pipe snake? Pipe snake. That's fair. Uh, he probably figured it out. Okay. Well, I guess that's probably enough on that. But it's still good. Still one of the other good shows this season. Um, really curious to see where it goes from here. I do really want to get an update on Shenmue. Can I please get an update on Shenmue? Well, it's still basically the video game. I hear that they had the uh oh shit, what are they called? The, the when he gets the job and he's doing the racing. Forklift. Oh, the forklift race? Yeah, they didn't do the forklift races. They did a bunch of crap on the forklifts, including him going to his job and like it, you know, befriending the only black member of the cast who's not yeah. voiced by a native English speaker, so the English sounds all stilted. Fantastic. But they didn't do the races. I was furious, personally. That was like the big part of it. It's a fine, it's okay in adaptation. Um, it's kind of going through the story fairly quickly, a hell of a lot quicker than if you played the game. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Yeah. played like 40 hours before you get to the point that it's in the in the anime just now. Um, and I think they're yeah, all... basically already at Shamu 2, right? Yeah, pretty, yeah, we're pretty much going to Shamu 2 soon. And, and then maybe they'll get on to the third one. I don't know. I've got no idea what happens in Shamu 2 because I, I never finished it. So. Hmm. His, his relationship with that one girl is hysterical to me because she is just like... She's just got like those light up sticks from the airport, like pointing at, in her direction, and he is just he is just fucking Leon in it the whole time. <laughs> Do we know if it's going to cover Shenmue One and Two, or is it just the first one? Well, I, I think it will cover Shenmue Two because it's almost finished with Shenmue One. So, how many episodes are they at? Like twelve or thirteen, and they've they're only at episode was it four or five or something oh. just now. Oh, they got it then, yeah. So they are kind of racing through the material. 
Maybe this is how the story is finally finished and no one has to play another terrible Shenmue game. I quite like the first one. I don't know, that's just you. All right, that's probably enough Shamu. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about before you go into news? Wait, are you are you, are you dis? Did you just disparage Shamu three? I didn't say anything about Shamu three. Everyone knows it's a fantastic game. Looks, plays amazingly well. Uh, yep. Wouldn't go that far. No, I didn't. I didn't touch that shit. I had Shenmue. I love the Dreamcast, but I do not like Shenmue. I always have nostalgia for it because it was so weird and interesting back when it came out. But when they got to that forklift stuff, like I had a buddy over, I'm like, can you just, can you just do this, please? I don't, I don't want to do this. And I didn't even beat yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I was like, right at the end. Stuff I like that, you, you were stuff like that. You would forgive because it was back then. Oh yeah. Um, the the gap between two and three was just too long. They should have just let it go. If you wanted to do an anime project, having anime to wrap up the story instead of making another game probably would have been the way to go. He's used Suzuki, and he has clout. So he's like, I want to finish this story. I'm like, can you just finish it in one chapter? Why would you have like eight chapters of this thing? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Wait for the next one. Can we, can, I, I, I want to talk about Dress Up Darling just for what, a little bit, because Absolutely. I... I just I have a thought. Uh oh. Is I I'm just I'm a little annoyed by how much all the girls are just falling in love with the dude. It's a little it's just uh God, why? I don't know, it's it's an anime. I was worried about it at first, but they kinda justify it a little bit. Like it's not Do like they? oh he's just so the way he cared for her, I forget, I forget all these names. He cared for the younger sister, so the older sister, like, really thought he was a great guy. She didn't think, like, I mean, she was blushing, but, like, we, they're not going to, it's not going to be, like, a harem situation. Are we sure? I just, I, I can't not. see it. Like, I don't want it to be, but I don't think. That main I, couple is so locked in, I can't, uh, I can't see it. I, right, I, and that's why I'm, like, I really want you guys to analyze this, the, the main couple, but when they're throwing in just all these girls that are just the, the these the, the well at least the other one and her sister and they're they're I mean they're still at least hinting that like oh you know, they some like kind of like him and I'm just like please I've, you had something good don't go down this path and it kind of is I don't think, think the younger cool. sister likes him like that at all I don't think that no. was very into that she's, she's too mm-hmm. young even though she looks like an adult she's only meant to yeah. be like what fifteen or something. Um, I can't um, see it as being anything more than maybe an obstacle like, to make things more complicated. In the, in, but there's no way the show ever ever goes anything other than those two. They spent way yeah. too much time on it. And, you know, Marion's just, just jealous. I think that's that's what it's for. It's to make her jealous. I think her jealous face was hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> it's neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've I've seen worse dives. That's what I've. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I laughed out loud when they were. Uh, I don't know if you guys did. You watch yesterday's episode? Yeah, yeah, yes. I did. When they were uh, dress dressing him up, and the guy's like, "Oh <laughs> man, this is such a such a loser. Well, he can't possibly be your boyfriend." And then just like looking at all the outfits, and he's like, "He looks so great and everything." I was just like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> that was a good moment. Yeah. His face every time he came out, like, why is he so upset? <laughs> no, he killed me. Was her face every time he came out? Hold her face <laughs> the way her eyes were. Yep. I was like, oh my god, I love him. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I love and he that. Can't, he can't I mean, do that cosplay because he can't look at her underboob. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> makes you, uh, what's it called? A healthy underboob makes you healthy. 
But you're like, I just, I, I respect this so much because he's like, I already see where this is going to happen. I'm just going to cut it off here. Mm-hmm. It's like he saw the, the scene of him like seeing Underboob and like flipping out coming, and he's like, nope. Yep. I'm stopping here. I, I know. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm just nervous. I have I, concerns. I basically said the same thing after like they first introduced the new character when they had the bathroom scene, and I'm like, oh boy, I guess it's okay because yeah, she's older. But so not really. by that. But it, that was like the only moment in the entire series so far that I've really been worried. I think it should be all right. Yeah, I did not like that scene at all. I could have done no. this just being removed. Yeah, I didn't either. Not just because it's like, because it's just like why. And it's, yeah. it's, that's such a trope. The show is usually above that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It usually is, is is smarter than that. And you say, I actually the... I do like the two sisters. Though. I think they're great characters to, for them to interact with. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if if a third if a new girl shows up next week, I'm, don't say I didn't. Well, there, are, there aren't any other girls in the, the OP or at ED, are there? Yeah, in the opening we saw the two sisters. We don't think we saw anyone else. So okay, all right. So you should be safe. I have concerns, but that, that's that's all. Concerns are noted. Yeah. Bring it up the next meeting. All right. Anything else you want to talk about before we get into the news? No. Let's go to the news. You're the boss. Uh, we actually have a bunch of things. Let's just start off with the biggest one, which got announced literally the day after we recorded the last episode, was uh, Funimation uh, and Mer- Crunchyroll finally merging, and they're going to be using what I assume is the good app to put everything on there. One so, would hope. Uh, we got hopes so. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about this? This is a good, right? Uh, like anything with these kind of corporate things, it's got good elements and bad elements. It certainly right. simplifies yeah. things. You don't have to have a Crunchyroll uh, membership and a Funimation membership anymore. What about Verve? Yeah, Verve is dead. Oh. They're going to kill Verve as too. So now it's just Crunchyroll and then also High Dive. What about and then stuff Funimation? That's on Netflix. Blu-rays, are we still going to have the Funimation name for that? They, they, they asked him that, and they, they said that they would, they would probably transition out to being Crunchyroll 2 in the future. So eventually, Funimation will be dead as a brand, more or less. They're definitely not going to use Funimation translators anymore, which was noted because Funimation paid their translators more. Oh, shit. Well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, so I was saying, there's good things and bad things. It simplifies it, but it also means there's less... Uh, there's there's less stratification in the in the there's in less the competition. There's less competition, which is almost always bad for consumers. Yeah. If they want to raise the price of Crunchyroll now, there's like there's no market pressure stopping them from doing so because like you can go, oh fuck it, I'll just go get Funimation. And High Dive isn't really a competitor. Yeah, I was gonna say, oh, you you want to try High Dive as a as an alternative? Good luck. Said nobody. Netflix does show quite a lot of anime. You kind of wonder what the viewer numbers for anime on Netflix is compared to that on Crunchyroll. I mean, um, one imagines that when they did the filing, you know, for the antitrust and everything, that Netflix was the number of thing they pointed at, saying that we're not a monopoly. They're still high dive. They're still Netflix. And of course, Disney Plus is starting to show anime next season as well. Yeah. They've they've got four different anime shows that they've bought the the rights for, and a couple of which sound really really interesting. All right, so like maybe we'll still get diversification, I can, but I, it's for enthusiast services, this is pretty much it. Yeah, I I can tell you with not not specifically anime experience, but the Disney Plus is probably going to fall the old Netflix way, where it's just it's going to drop when it ends, and that's it. 
So yeah. that's going to suck. Netflix, Netflix is great. I just wrote about this because I had to write about Orbital Children. And Netflix will give you more exposure. They'll get a show and they'll pay you know, decent for it. But then they just fling it on there. They drop all the episodes at once. And they do no fan. I would have never heard of Orbital Children if Doc hadn't mm-hmm. written about it. If he hadn't said, hey. Well, Netflix is – they did they, – they, there's a couple shows that Netflix uh, did recently that actually was kind of the episodic format where they would drop every week. I know Comey uh, Can't Communicate was one. I think uh, – Blue Period, that was the other. Blue, Blue, Blue Period was, was another. So Netflix is sort of – they're getting – they're finally they're getting smart about how to properly do this. Um, yeah. But I well, can tell the you – Disney Plus is, is still doing the old – the old way. The last season of JoJo, they just dropped twelve episodes all at once. Although, yeah, uh, so it's inconsistent. Yeah, it's a bit random. And who knows when the next lot of JoJo's episodes are going to appear? Because that that wasn't the whole story. Nope. Yeah. And dropping it all at once is just so much worse than doing it yeah. normally weekly. JoJo is like the meme for cliffhangers, and you're just like, hey, here it is. Mm. Everything. Yeah. I mean, do we know that Disney Plus are just going to drop it all like that? Because like their Marvel show, I have, I have experience with, with, yeah, it's they're they're going to be doing it that way. Okay. I know it's 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 uh, it's kind of like how American TV shows or just Western TV shows on Netflix that'll they will do they will do uh, yeah, they'll just drop it all at once. Sometimes they they'll do it weekly, but they'll drop they. Ninety-nine percent of the time, they're dropping it all at once. When they do anime, like way before Komi, and they, they drop it all at once. Disney Plus is doing that with some of their properties, like the Korean dramas or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, not gonna be fun. But anyway, <laughs> we've gone we've gone way past Crunchyroll and Funimation. The people that I've talked to are looking forward to the merger because they don't have as they don't have to spend as much on different subscriptions though if they raise the price enough then it won't matter yeah we'll see and hopefully the subtitles won't suffer and the distribution will be you know quick get the day day and day on current shows hopefully that keeps up it is sony they got money they should be able to pull it off we'll see all right moving on um as we know the pandemic still affecting japan probably more than a lot of countries and uh toy animation is seeing delays on some of its biggest shows like digimon one piece pretty cure dragon quest die uh the list probably goes on they do a lot of shows i'm affected of course by a couple of those and yeah i mean it's just to be expected this this week we didn't get one piece or dragon quest that i was looking forward to and it's just you gotta wait you know maybe, i don't know oh apparently this is actually in regards to a, a hack which i'm just not entirely sure about all the details. Do you guys know any more? All I'm seeing is that there's some kind of hack. I don't know if it's not like a DDoS. It was probably well, is this like, like the ransomware first, or something? Is, is, is this it? like the first time in about I don't know 300 years there hasn't been an episode of One Piece showing? That's not true. They have delays all the time. <laughs> yeah, they they skip. Like there's been times where it's like, oh, two weeks we're not doing it. I don't know if it was because of the Olympics, but it's usually something. But yeah, they they never took a season off. They've, that's definitely sure. So looking at this, it, it looks like so what happened is Toei, they, they learned that um, they, they got hacked and then basically shut down 
like all of their stuff that could be connected to the outside and are having some private company like review uh, how they got hacked. So that's why they're like all of their production is basically shut down for now. Yeah. Which seems a little bit extreme for a hack, but I guess depending on what it was hacked. Yeah. They've always been really uh, old fashioned in the ways they handle things. I'm not terribly surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they said that some of them weren't going to be affected, but now they are. So, yeah, just have to deal with that for a while. It's probably not going to last too long. It's just surprising. Yeah, and and we they haven't announced how long the delay will be. So, I like to think it's only going to be a couple weeks. <sighs> we'll see. How about Doctor Cab? What do you got? So this is about the. There was an anime a few seasons ago called uh, Somali and the Forest Spirit. Although the manga here has been localized as Somari and the Guardian of the Forest. So it was a really, really lovely anime about a little kid who's brought up by this golem spirit kind of guy. And they have sort of other daughter adventures in a fantasy world. It was based on a manga which was unfinished at the time of the anime. Turns out it was unfinished because the author was too unwell to continue with it, apparently with bipolar affective disorder, which is a pretty severe mental illness. Um, and unfortunately, uh, he because he was unable to uh, pay any of his assistants, he had to close his studio. And now that he's back working again, he is looking to start a new series of something else, but he can't continue with Somali because it requires so much extra assistant work that he can't afford to employ anyone to help him. So the the manga can't continue. So, you know, he's, he's looking for support. Possibly maybe he'll do a Kickstarter or something similar to that. But it seems to be such a shame that such a wonderful story can't continue purely for just sort of financial reasons. Just because of the way the manga industry works in, in Japan. The artists employ their own assistants. They're not paid by directly by the publishing company. So it's kind of just an interesting and slightly kind of sad way that, you know, being a creative person and becoming unwell can really screw up your career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like from what I can remember of Somali, from I, I, didn't, I didn't finish it, but the, its backgrounds were ridiculously detailed. So I can imagine why they, they just don't have enough help to work on it. Yeah, I was surprised. I don't know, is stuff for like Shonen Jump manga, do they pay for the assistance? Or even that is like that, where the artists have to pay? Like the bigger stuff. I mean, in, in the American comics industry, everybody's employed by like, you know, DC, Marvel, Image, or whatever. I, I don't think the artists or the writers themselves have to employ everyone. I'm talking about like Shonen Jump though. Yeah. Like a big, big uh, manga studio. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm, that sucks. <laughs> I just, I most of what I know comes from watching that the manga, the anime, Bakuman or something. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that's what that I'm trying to think of. Basically, <laughs> that's all I know, and I, yeah. I don't know. There was a really fantastic manga that was translated by Viz Comics a few years ago in a pulp magazine called "Only a Monkey Can Draw Manga." Which was a bit like Bakuman, but um, had really twisted humor in it. Was um, if you can pick up a copy of that somewhere, I think they did release a couple of trade paperbacks of that. It's very, very funny and very cynical. 
cool. So, Gugsy, what do you got for news? All right. So, uh, we got, uh, you know, Japan has their kind of Oscars award uh, of their own. And for the anime film of the year last year, uh, drumroll, please. Uh, could you, can you believe that Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 was the winner? I can't really? believe it. Yep. Is this as prestigious as an award as the Crunchyroll Awards? <laughs> I would imagine it's slightly more prestigious. Oh, my gosh. Just a little bit. Congratulations. Um, uh, but the other nominees were Bell, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Um, which uh, some of uh, some of us here are uh, planning on watching in the next couple weeks. Um, Fortune favors Lady Nikuku. I haven't heard of that one. And Sing a Bit of Harmony um, were the other nominees. But yeah, hard hard to believe. You know, uh, even Galleon, You know, a little bit popular. Mm-hmm. I st- I still need to see it. It's just so long that I'm I not s- able to carve out that time to watch it. Yeah, it's I- worth it. it- worth it it's a great movie i love that film i yeah i'm, I'm one of the, i've seen th- up to 3.0 but i saw it so long ago that i just don't feel like i can watch 3.0 plus 1.0 well it's all right i'm gonna it's it's 4.0 fuck the name yeah, yeah. uh it's so i i feel like i have to watch all of it i have to watch like go back and watch the original series like i feel like there's just so much baggage that i have to get back into before i can get to 4.0 I'm not sure you need to do all of that. I would recommend watching 3.0 again because uh, the, the 3.0 and you know, 4.0 together make really essentially one sort of story. Um, mm. And you know, 4.0 makes 3.0 100% better because as a standalone movie, it was a bit kind of what the hell? If 3.0, yeah, it was yeah. because it's completely different from what the original story is. But I, I guess yeah. it's like a uh, kind of like a response to what the original story was. Mm-hmm. Which is why I feel like I have to watch the original one to get kind of in that mindset again. Yeah. yeah. I didn't do that. <laughs> I, I agree, whatever we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, we're you talking you about would. your favorite show. Talk about how good Evangelion was. Wow, I actually didn't think you liked that one. Good to know you come around. Oh, you mean how terrible Evangelion is? Okay, No, sure. that's not what you said. Uh, moving on to the next news topic. <laughs> Requiem, what do you got? Oh, thank God. Wait, I, I missed the Evangelion talk. No, you were here the whole time. The magic of podcasting. Yes. Okay, so uh, apparently the light novel series Spy Classroom has announced that it's getting its own television anime. I uh, have to admit, I've, I've only heard the name. I don't know much about it. But the key image and uh, promotional video look pretty good. It says uh, the story is following a military conflict. Countries fight their wars in the shadows. They can I already do that. <clears throat> One unusual spy. Klaus has never failed on a job despite his quirks, and he's building a team to take on an impossible mission, like an, an impossible mission force, for example, mm. one with over a 90% chance of failure. Our chosen members are all washouts with no practical experience. They'll have to use every trick in the book to prove they're up to the task. So there I, you I go. Gotta be, I got to be honest with you. I, I read Spy Classroom, and I read so I. I'm going to split this up. I read Spy, and I immediately think The Spy Family, which is a, a show that's coming out soon that a lot of people are excited for. And I read, I read Classroom, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Classroom of the Elite got a second season. Oh, okay. And then I just I have no thoughts on what, Spy Classroom together? No, I don't have 
I've got nothing. The promotional video is pretty neat, though. It, like at least design-wise, it's interesting. The director also directed Hayate the Combat Butler and the new Higurashi. And the oh, series dear. scripts is Hayate. The guy who's doing the series scripts is the uh, same guy who did Gangsta. So hopefully, he actually completes this series. Oh boy! Oh gosh! Okay. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. it's not great. The warning signs are flickering. Well, I mean, Higurashi was good. You guys didn't like Gangsta? I loved Gangsta until it didn't finish. That wasn't their fault, though. They lost funding or something. I don't remember what happened. It didn't finish. Did the studio shut down? Yeah, I think the whole thing collapsed, basically. Was that Gonzo's last thing? What was that? I I think so. Yeah, well, Gonzo's good at screwing up things, so I'm not surprised. Good old Gonzo. Yeah. They were great ones. When? In the 90s. They were great in the 90s. What was a good show that they didn't screw up at the end? Um, full, wait, did they do Full, <laughs> full Metal Panic true. season one? You say Full Metal? Full Metal Panic. Oh, yeah, uh, I think they did. Right? I think they did season one, yeah. It was them and then it was KyoAni for like two seasons, right? And then Yep. Yeah, okay. Anyways, congratulations, Gonzo. You're gone. Uh, what were we talking about? Classroom... Was it Spy Classroom. Spy Classroom. Not, not to be confused with Classroom of the Elite. Or or almost Assassination said. Classroom. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, we'll just do a, a few more beats here. There's a Black Clover movie coming out in 2023. I don't think we've ever talked about that show, uh, and we will continue to not do so. Uh, the sequels to Saints <laughs> Magic Power is Omnipotent, gets the second season, and Love Live Superstar gets another season in July, which is surprising because we're yeah. getting... The other loves Love Live, I believe, in spring. So it's just a whole bunch of Love Live the next two seasons. Yeah, yeah. I think Superstar is better though, so I'm more looking forward to that one. I haven't I seen Su- Love Superstar. It's better than whatever the Nichijo Jababa Tokyo, whatever it's called. I think that's the season that I was like, all right, I've had enough, had enough of Love Live. It's easily their worst uh, iteration, but Superstar is a lot better. In case you want to check it out, I'm glad uh, Saints getting their season though. I really like that show. It's a lovely show. It's really kind of quite relaxing. I don't have nice things to say, so I'll shut up. Oh. You didn't like Saint? No. I thought it was very interesting to have a a more mature adult character be the isekai. Mm-hmm. And two okay. of them being some at the same time. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. And I'm not really a big isekai fan, but I liked that one. So Gugsy, whatever his opinion is, it's wrong. So listen to him. Damn. Well, I mean, it's, that's not new. <laughs> By the way, hybrid Gadguard. Gonzo did that, finished fine. Gadguard? Is that mech? Yeah, it was mech. I just heard Gad and I assume mech. Yeah, Samurai 7, also an English fine. I'm scrolling down their list now. And there's like five or six shows that ended okay. Holy, okay, not bad. Welcome to the NHK. Most people like the ending of that. I actually do like uh, NHK. That's a good one. Yeah, there you go. All right. Gonzo was amazing. There you have it. Oh, uh, yeah, so. Uh, Gangsta wasn't uh, Gonzo. It was Manglobe. Manglobe. Oh yeah, and it, did it kill the studio? They killed the studio. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't heard anything about Manglobe in forever. So the Gonzo bashing can stop. The Manglobe never. bashing. It can, will can never continue. stop. <laughs> that and uh, JC staff. All right, moving on to our topic is best looking anime. It's actually terrible. This was a really tough one for me. One because I have a terrible memory, and two because if I think a show's bad, I stop watching it. But there are a couple exceptions. And honestly, looking at this list, there's like one clear winner. But let's save that one for last. Um, I want to start 
with uh, Dr. Kev. What, uh, Rin, Daughters of Nemesis. I wow, I forgot about this show. I did watch this, but I one of these shows I barely remember anything about. Why is this show so good but so bad? Well, I picked this up on DVD a few years ago. It's like one of the few sort of BBFC eighteen rated anime that I have. I thought, bad can it be? Um, it's essentially, I think, three hours of a woman being tortured and mutilated by some guy. Um, she, you know, she gets bits chopped off, she gets barbed wire tied round her, she gets knives Ugh. and stuff stuck into her. Um, I had to stop watching it because it was just so horrible. But it's it's animated quite nicely. <laughs> it's got that Yuri bait. It's a lot of that. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. It's actually really really well animated, but it makes absolutely no sense because all the episodes mm. jump around in time. Mm-hmm. I've got no idea what it's about. I watched a couple of episodes and I'm like, I'm out. I just can't watch any more of it. It's just horrible. <laughs> now, it's extremely difficult to follow. Even if you get past all like the the whack shit they do to the main character, you get to like the next episode is like 40 years later and it's like the grandson of the guy who was in the previous episode or something. Yeah. I the mean, main character is got... immortal. I guess we should point that out. That's why they're able to keep doing stuff to her. Yeah, I have the DVD case in front of me at the moment, and the tagline at the top says, it only hurts forever. And, it says, <laughs> and the other side, it says, contains all six insatiable episodes across two discs. So I'm not really sure why I thought this might have been appropriate viewing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the marketing, you know, sex sales, so that's what they sold on it. But it's really, it's deeply disturbing. Is this one you watch with your kids? <laughs> Hell No. <laughs> Your son just walked to the room, away, mouth so. agape, and said, but? <laughs> <laughs> My kids do that quite a lot with the stuff that I watch. But thankfully not. Yeah, his, not son, his son watched it, now he, he doesn't even blink anymore. <laughs> yeah. He stopped blinking entirely. Because when he blinks, it's dark, and he, just, he can't manage the dark anymore. Yeah, I, I think Scottish Child Protective Services would have to get involved. Mm. <laughs> you let him watch what? All right, come with us, Sonny. You just got those billy clubs, like, stop watching that, Sonny smacks you in the eye. I have no idea what it's like over there. <laughs> Part of my job is working in child protection. <laughs> I'm great at my job. Anyways, that was Rin, Daughters of Nevison. Don't watch it. It did teach me what a CNN was way back in the day. I'm like, what is this? Oh, oh what, the, the genre? The genre, yeah. Well, you know how John, some... Some people put way too much into genres. You know, yeah. is this a shonen or not? I'm like, it's, it's, most shows are influenced by more than one thing. They're flavored more than one way. So it's not, yeah. I, I try not to worry about it too much. So I'm looking at all the shows you guys have written down, and I'm shocked. I've seen every single one of these, and I don't hate most of them. So it's going to get divisive in here. Gugsy, why do you hate Sunny Boy? Right. So, Scott. Sunny Boy, it, it feels no. like I need a I I needed like a PhD to understand it. A PhD no, 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 in like no. philosophy. You didn't need a PhD. You just need to be really really high. I yeah. no. I mean, I I don't I don't think that would have helped either. I think I, I think well, substances would not have helped in understanding what was what the hell was going on in Sunny Boy. It was gorgeous. I mean, it was really it had a really interesting art style, and you know. Not something you usually see from from anime, but uh, yeah, hell if I know what was going on in that show. I, I would need a, I, I need a YouTuber to kind of explain uh, every single thing that was, so, I guess, happening and not happening, and I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Don't know what was, what's, what, what's going on. 
Too dumb. I like Sonny Boy. I didn't have a freaking clue what was going on, but it sure looked pretty. Um, and you know, I think I think it had a happy ending. I don't know; it's hard to tell. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure it had an ending. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. I will never watch it again. Um, but, <laughs> but it was. It sure was a show. Yeah, think, that is not a glowing endorsement for me. <laughs> for, for, yeah, I think to me, it's like it's like it's like Rev Zephon, where you're like. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. What was it about? Uh, uh, well, I don't know. I, I I don't know whether I'm just insane or if this show... Because like, I, I, actually, I actually liked Ra Zephon, even though I didn't really understand what was going on in it. Like, this one, I didn't under, uh, understand at all, and I was not enjoying my time with it. One of the reasons that I, I don't drink alcohol and I don't take drugs is because I watch anime, and it's sort of a mind-altering <laughs> substance. <laughs> <laughs> You really don't. You just watch like Sunny Boys. Like, whoa, there's there's things floating in front of my eyes. You do not need substances. You just watch nope. Sunny Boy. Morning anime is a psychoactive substance. Yeah, my 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 mind wanders off into the most disturbing places when I'm watching anime, especially if it's like if it's kind of psychedelic but a little bit dull. Like my mind will start to wander, and then eventually come back and be like, "What the hell am I thinking about?" <laughs> I think a lot of times studios will give free reign to a director to just do whatever they want, and a lot of times their vision is just visual, and they're just like, all right, let's come up with a whack job story that goes along with it and tie it to a coming-of-age story, and we're done. And I feel like Sunny Boy was kind of like that. Usually when you have high schoolers in a weird situation, that is what it is. Like, oh, these they're going to have a whole bunch of character development. But yeah, not a lot really seemed to happen in the characters other than the main character maybe was becoming a little more open to other people. Other than that, it was just like a bunch of weird shit that happened, and I enjoyed it. I, I remember, I remember, like the the nadir of it for me was like that the whole episode with the baseball and the monkeys. Oh, I and hate it, was, it was like it was so, so fucking weird. It was so clearly trying to be a metaphor for something, but I had for the life of me, I could not fucking figure out like, all right, what is this actually about? I have no idea. I don't. It's trying to be. A, it's trying to like explain a, like a philosophical thing to me, but I am too dumb to know what the hell is going on here. I didn't get that either. I was just thinking, it reminds me a lot of Flip Flappers, which is a, an anime that looked incredible and the story was also similarly incomprehensible. No, but I mean, Flip, -flop, flip Flappers, I, it was still, it was more grounded in whatever it was trying to do. Like, I, you, you understood yep. what was going on. Yeah, Funny by boy. the end of Flip Flappers, I felt like I could get my hand around the narrative. But they, yeah. they replaced the head writer halfway through Flip Flappers, which shows you how unimportant the plot was, because it was all about the visuals. That well, I feel like though. they just—I feel like when they got the uh, the new writer, they just kind of streamlined it into a, a little bit more of a generic kind of story. Yeah. Um, where because like the first half of Flip Flappers, it was like, oh wow, there's a lot going on in here, I, but I never got the great. sense that I was ever confused by Flip Flappers. With Sunny Boy, I, I just. Having, again, the baseball monkey thing. Like, I don't. What is? What are you trying to explain to me? I don't know what's going on here. There's nothing in Sunny Boy that matches that like horror uh, school episode of Flip Flappers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's quite an incredible episode. All right. Uh, let's see. I have a couple shows that I listed, but I don't really remember much about them. That's usually what happens with shows I don't care about. So I remember I watched. Witch Hunter Robin, and I remember it being boring and plotting, but maybe I was just too young. I, you know, my early 20s, I didn't know any better. Mm. I, re I remember liking Witch Hunter Robin, but I think slow is accurate, especially the first half of that show. I don't know if I finished it. Shows were longer back then. 
Yeah, we had like 26 was the average, now like 10 or 11 is the average. Witch Hunter Robin is one of those bargain basement DVDs that I picked up today. Um, yep. I have, because I've never seen it before. I'm not sure I want to see it if it's, if it's slow and boring. Well, no, uh, I wouldn't. It, okay, you know, it's subjective. It is. I would definitely say slow is accurate. I didn't find it boring. Obviously, hybrid did. It's going to be your mileage may vary. It depends how well it draws you into its world or not. It, I think the problem is a lot of people, and, and I think part of this was the marketing. They start to, they tried to sell it as like the next Helsing, like the next okay. supernatural action show, and it's not an action show. It is a drama. Hmm. And the first half of it is it takes a very takes a lot of time to set up what it wants to set up. Was it marketed as as like the um... What is that show with like the girls that are Valkyries that are like trying to kill each other? Claymore. I'm doing a terrible job. Claymore, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely more like the marketing showed it to be more of an action series of like t- people with magical powers fighting each other, which is the basic core of the conflict, but is like action scenes are few and far between. I like that you got that I was referencing Claymore. That was not a very good explanation from my part. I was going to say, like, I was lost completely. Name another one that has those topics. Nothing. I well, cannot tell you. That's, yeah. Nothing that's acceptable viewing. We were not well, there's, well, there's the one that they're Valkyries, but also flying mechs and stuff. Oh, yeah, that one's cool. Claymore was cool as hell, by the way. I was mean, always weirded out by, like, their bodies, like, gyrating with all the weird parts inside. I'm just like, what? what? This is gross. <laughs> It had a very distinct art style. Yeah, I thought it was cool. When it, if they ever want to reboot that, I'd be down. All right, yeah, the name. story eventually finished in the in the manga, so they they could go back to it. They'd probably have to reboot it at this point. So well, yeah, it's been so long. They could do it full Metal Panic did. Like, hey, it's been thirteen years. Let's just pick up right where we left off. No recap, no nothing. Let's go with like half the animation budget. Uh, okay, so there's three shows that I think are really good and Requiem hates. Manaria Friends, Tower of God, Rage of Bahama, Virgin Soul. All those shows are good. Um, you like I will Manaria, Manaria Friends? Friends? I'll give you, you... Manaria Friends. It's, it's, it's just fun to It's excruciatingly boring. Uh, it's just like you're just hanging out, eating a box of Triscuits, having a good time. It's short. I, never, it's, I like Slice of Life, uh, but this is just like... You don't like the slice? Nothing happens at all. It, but the it girls is, like look at each other with all the the vibes, you know. It's yeah, like, the constant they they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the endless urinating that never went anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, and like the camera is super leery, especially on the dragon girl, and it's so beautiful. Like it, the the effort that went into animating this money. sack of nothing is just stunning to me. I've never understood it. It is the best looking complete sack of shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Damn man. It is the most boring. What the? Why am I fucking watching this? Every at the end of every episode, I would go, "What? Why? Why did that episode exist?" Literally, nothing happened, but it was exquisitely animated. It was the most exquisitely animated boredom I've ever experienced. From the people I think who brought you Princess Connect, it's a shame that it's so boring. Then, yeah, like and then you can see like how good they are drawing stuff, but they didn't like mm. the, the effort that's there in, in Princess Connect. The characters that are there in Princess Connect, nothing here. This is zilch. I think I might have some leeway with a beautiful show if it is a slice of life, because it's just like, wow, I'm just constantly looking at all this beautiful shit, and I'm enjoying it, even though if the story itself is like nothing. That might be yeah. it. Do you, you actually like Tower of God? Yeah, it was mostly good. I didn't like the stuff they did with that character in like the very end. I thought that was lame. But otherwise, 
yeah, it was pretty cool. The fights were good. The the pacing to be was fair, good for Shonen. To be fair, I didn't hate it. I guess I just it, it the way it looks is a lot better than the way it's written. At least I I really think the blue hair kid needed to be the main character. Yeah, well, usually the side like... characters are the more interesting characters in Shonens, anyways. So. I That's kind of it while I was watching it, uh, but by the end, I, I got really quite frustrated with it. Um, but I watched it with my kids, and they enjoyed it too. So, I mean, I would watch a second season if it came out. I mean, the, oh no, oh no, the, the, to, I'm with Rec on this. I think I think it was not good. Hmm. Why the fight scenes were the fight scenes were cool, but yeah, the writer and I know it's based off of a Korean manhwa yeah. thing, but. Uh, yeah, not they. Someone had to. Uh, someone had to edit that a little bit more. Yeah, it's talking about plotting pace. Holy shit! Yeah. And uh, to be fair, Rage of Bahamut version Soul, I may be holding t- too much against it because it wasn't the original Rage of Bahamut, which was Genesis, which was fucking great, and this wasn't nearly as good. Was there? There was a third season that, and that was pretty good, but this what? was just wasn't there. Was? there? No. What am I thinking of then? I'm not sure what you're thinking of. Are you thinking about Undefeated Bahamut? No. I know that. <laughs> I remember there's, that show. There, there's two seasons of Rage of Bahamut. There's, okay, there's the first one. Been... Yeah, Genesis and Virgin Soul. And Virgin yeah. Soul was just so not Genesis. It was so not as good. Yeah. Especially by the end. By the end, I was like, I don't oh. give a shit about these two people. Just fuck or don't fuck or something. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Like, like, how could you take this great it. setting and all these great characters and just throw it all away and, and waste it? I think and I it like looks the main fantastic. The main characters sucked. Damn. Her I think I liked her enough. And then like they brought back some of the characters from the... Actually, maybe all of the characters, except for maybe the one girl came back. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was cool seeing them again. I don't know. Yeah, the show yeah. should have been, been about Favreau again. We already got That's his wanted. They they kept teasing him. That's what you were waiting for. Like, when's he coming back? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it's obviously not that bad, but I think because it was so not what it could have been, I think that's what disappointed me because it still looked great, but it was such a, uh, a downgrade from the first season. I quite I, I thought it was fine when I was watching it, and then it got to the end, and I screamed at it. Saying, You're telling me that's it? She ends up with him? No. Yeah, yeah that was. Oh yeah, yeah. Sort of throw things at the television and smash stuff up. So. Wow, that's what I was saying. It's just extremely disappointing. Yeah, I think we could talk about two more of these shows. One of which is like a classic, ten out of ten, and another one is what happened. So let's start with the sh- divisive Gugsy Garden of Sinners. I everyone I've talked to loves the show. Why don't you like it? Is it the writing again? It's yeah. It was. It's the writing, and the problem I have with it is. If you've ever been in like a, a psychology 101 class or a philosophy 101 class, there's always the kid that like has to jump in and say all the like put have their thoughts and like make like they think that they're smarter than everything else. They now finally understand the mysteries of the world. That's what Garden of Sinners is to me. It's it's like a psycho psych 101 class where I I think it's Nasu who wrote it. Nasu was trying to trying to sell this as some like pseudo intellectual like psychology bullshit and I just I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. It's beautiful and if you don't want to think about it at all, uh, sure, you, but it's it, it just annoys me specifically cuz I'm like I'm just sitting there going that's not how any of this works. 
this is really stupid. But it's oh. trying to do it convincingly. That's uh all right. If if our if our mutual friend Dill was here, he'd be furious at you. I I, I know. I I understand. He's going to be mad at me, but you know, sorry. That's I've how never, I feel. I've never yet managed to finish Garden of Sinners. I've attempted on two occasions to watch it now, and I get to about you know maybe the fourth or the fifth movie, and I'm quite enjoying it. It's just the, the narrative is so disjointed because it jumps about sort of chronologically. Um, it's probably the fifth movie. And that's right. that's the the one that to me has the most psychological bullshit, and okay. it's like the he's really trying to sell you on oh I'm very smart that I, this is look at all this deep psychology stuff that I have written in, and I'm sitting there going you're not none of this is making any sense if you like just sit there and think about it for a little bit. To, to be fair, um, Nasu who wrote it, the guy who also wrote Fate. Yeah, this this was one of his very first fictional works. I think he wrote it possibly as a teenager or a young twenties, and I think it probably shows. And I think his later stuff is probably a lot better. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of it's basically a prototype for Tsukihime and for Fate. Mm. You can really see like there's a lot of the similar elements. There's the whole thing with the mystic eyes and yeah. you know demon hunters and the idea of like the clock tower. All that stuff gets sorted here. It, it does feel like. It's it's the Tokyo Babylon to X nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, th- there's the one film that I really like. The one that everyone really likes is the one that's set in the spooky tower block, um, and and that's got lots of, like like mages and things and clock tower stuff, and it's very sort of proto fate. And uh, I think that's a great movie. I still don't have a freaking clue what's going on, um, <laughs> but you know, I I enjoy it, and you know I I've watched it twice. I would I would probably quite happily watch that one again. Um, just the other ones just aren't quite as strong, but I've not finished it yet, so I don't know how wrong you are, Gugri. Well, I'm never wrong, so that's your. The that's, thing, you know what's weird? One. You know what's weird about this one is like I I don't agree with Gugsy, but I also can't say he's wrong. <laughs> okay, there we go. It's well, weird because I do like it, but if he's like, I, I can't disagree with anything he said. Well, in his own words. He's too dumb for Sunny Boy, but too smart for Garden of Sinners. Yes, that's that, that's the that's the the, fun, the funny part. of My selection is I have I am too smart for Garden of Sinners, but Sunny Boy, yeah, I, I, I need someone to help me. I want to find just ground. somewhere in between Sunny Boy. Somewhere, and somewhere in between those two those two uh, things is where I, my brain. My Hero at. Academia, right in the middle. Right there, yeah. <clears throat> well, one show that we're all too dumb for. Uh, Dr. Kev, what was the pick that we all kind of agreed on? So, The God of High School. Oh, God, yeah. This shit. Shit. Amazing yeah, looking I, show. What the fuck yeah. happened? God so of High did, School, pretty much the uh, the poster boy for this, I think. We spoke about it on the podcast after like one episode of the show, and we were all like, this was great. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. It had awesome action. Can't wait to watch more of it. And then, you know, another episode or two is like, this is shit. I think, Rick, did you watch the whole thing to the end? I did, and yeah, there's, there's something wrong with you. That's why I didn't do it. I, I, because there was something about like I, I started to kind of just because I gave up on it being good, which is a disappointing mm-hmm. because that first episode is so great. Um, mm-hmm. but it was so completely bad shit that I kind of just was enjoying the ride. At one point, like they summon God, and then God stabs Seoul, South Korea, with a giant dagger, and I'm like, and then the main character turns into Goku. 
Zapier's random like, shit. Okay. Yeah, random okay, shit just sure. happens. He's the <laughs> monkey like, king now. Sure, what the fuck? There's clearly some kind of big conspiracy or some kind of random plot going on, but they just keep on adding more shit, and then there's like random, you know, really cool action scenes. But it's like, why is this even happening? Who are these people? Why are they beating each other up? Or oh, are they dead now? Oh, I don't know. Does that matter? Oh, no. It's like, what's going on? So they I gave did that up. like they did like eight seasons of content in that one season. Yeah. Yep. And you know, that that was based on another sort of Korean web comic thing, wasn't it? Yeah, they call them webtoons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it just a general thing? Are these things just plotted terribly? Can Korean people just not write? I just don't know. Are these just the the worst possible choices they could have taken? Maybe there's much better webtoons out there. Well, um, I think yeah, I think the the thing is, and we did when this has been discussed before when we talked to, when these two things came out, is that I don't know if there's there's definitely better ones. These are two of the most popular. Right. I'm not sure that the storytelling contrivances and setup in the webtoon translates to anime perfectly. And I don't think the studios that, that tackled it did it well. You know, the Tower of God did better than God of High School did, but at least in Tower of God, you're reasonably certain what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can but, tell uh, you, I can tell you that um, I think it's there. It's just that whatever they're choosing to make an anime for is just. They're not. They're not picking the right ones because I can tell you there are there are K dramas that are based off of webtoons that are really good. Yeah, I, um, I don't. I believe there are. Yeah, there are. Like he said, there are webtoons that can make this transition when handled correctly. I think they just whiffed on these. Yeah, because because some of these they're specifically picking to like. Oh, we should do a live action for this, and then it becomes a K drama. And someone's going, oh, this would be great as an anime. And that's what they pick these two. And it's like, oh, gosh, these were not great, not great picks. I can see why you kind of wanted to turn this into an anime, but mm, no. See, what's really incredible is the director of God of High School is the same director as Jujutsu Kaisen, which is just a fantastic adaptation of another action-filled you know, shonen type property. And I don't understand why that went so well, but God of High School was just so utterly shit well, honestly it's the scripts and the and the source material the jujitsu kai source material is just better yeah i guess you're right i mean honestly if you watch god of high school's fight scenes and jujitsu kaisen's that you see the common visual language mm. it doesn't surprise didn't, me at all that's the same director didn't they cut a lot of stuff when adapting uh god of high school and they just well, like i said yeah, like i said the, the, the plot especially in the back half is just going a thousand miles an hour that has to be Literally years of chapters that they covered. Yeah, I think I remember hearing that. I think that's the main reason, is when you have horrible pacing can just ruin even good content. Because I've never read the webtoon, but I assume it's at least passable. Forgot it, it can't be worse. Yeah. And I assume Jujutsu Kaisen is getting a very faithful adaptation. Like, it's pretty true to the source material. That is what I've been told. That's probably, that's probably it. Can't wait for that movie, by the way. I will be buying tickets probably today. Uh, is there any other beautiful show that we all hate worth talking about? I mentioned K. I don't remember much about it. It was very blue. It was very colorful. I, I there's like a, a cat or a cat girl. I don't know. What she was, was a cat and a cat girl. Yeah, it was about the kings, the various kings. The, the was thing it about also K, 3D CG. No, though it, it did have CG in it. Oh, okay. But um, they did, the CG on that was mostly by how they were applying the, the color filters. Mm. Everybody likes how it looks. I, I liked it. I will say K 
is very one of those shows where they're they're never they never explain what's going on exactly. So like basically a guy found an ancient like slab that has like technology it was probably alien from thousands and thousands of years ago that's been on Earth. And that ended up creating these kings who have powers and they're all colored one way or another. There's a red king, there's a blue king, there's a green king, and there's a conflict between them. And this guy mm-hmm. is caught up in it because he's one of them, but he, he lost his memory. He doesesn't remember that he's a king. Cool. It's actually really good, I thought. I have never seen K. I could not follow it at all. It yeah, that's the thing is like you have to be patient with it, and, so, and not everybody wants storytelling where they have to like sit down and jot, jot down notes to figure out what the fuck is happening. I'm playing Elden Ring. I can handle it. <laughs> How are you doing with the uh, the tree sentinel? Uh, I don't know which one that is. Uh, the first I dude. Probably, the first dude is that the guy on the horse? Yeah. That's oh, I dude, I don't understand people. They see, it's like, oh, I played a Dark Souls before. I know that I'm going to get destroyed. Oh, hey, there's a, a guy on a horse. I should attack him. No, I went the opposite direction. Didn't go anywhere near that dude for like 20 hours. And then I finally attacked him and he killed me. But you know what? I'm going to go get him. <laughs> <laughs> I waited 20 him. hours. I got bulked up. I got my best armor. And then he kicked yeah. my ass the way it's supposed to work. I didn't say kick my ass. It was, I got like 20% on him. How, yeah. how well did you do, Gugsy? Because you went after him right away, right? I yeah, I went after him right away. Um, I di- I died almost instantly. <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, now that's I, Dark Souls. Well, because I got the game at the at the point after everyone was like freaking out about so did I. and doing? so so I was just like, you know what? I just want to see. I just I, I'm all right. I just started the game. I just want to see how difficult this is. And then he one-shotted me, and I was like, oh okay. <laughs> I hate, you're playing with the online and all the notes and stuff. I hope. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how anyone plays without that, because like, you'll see in, like four notes and like a billion bloodstains, and it's like, despair ahead, strong enemy ahead, watch out. And I'm like, oh, but there's like a shiny thing at the end of that tunnel. <laughs> That's fine. I'm, I'm just going to go. And the dude has a crossbow that shot me while I was shielding, and it killed me. I'm like, okay, there's it goes 10,000. Okay, all right, I'm an idiot. The, one, of the, one of the best parts was uh, Dex was over. And we were playing Elden Ring, and we were in the middle of a boss fight, and my controller disconnected. Ooh, that's awful. De- and uh, Dex nearly died laughing at me as my body died. <laughs> I was tri- like scrambling, trying to get a new controller, and just the boss is just like just launching his nuts in my face. That that was great. <laughs> Elden nuts. The game can actually detect when your controller has been disconnected, and it immediately has the enemy attack you. Oh so. no! I was I was I was in the middle it's of the boss like fight. I was I was winning. And then my controller just lost juice. Let's and be then... honest, you weren't going to win that fight. <laughs> I probably wasn't, no. Lose. I probably was not. I'll never understand what you guys enjoy about these games. Open worldness is why I like it. I don't like any of the other Souls games. But the fact that I can yeah. just leave and go somewhere else and like bulk up and then die again. Oh. I yeah. do like that one of the classes is called Wretch. I'm like, my glass you, Wretch. Yep. Thanks. I couldn't beat this boss after like an hour, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to go north and explore. And then I found a tower that looked like the Tower of Sauron, and I looked at it, and my eyes burned so much that I died. I'm like, why is this game like this? <laughs> I that's, just that's want to go over that mountain. That's, that's really the best part about the game, is that like, you, if you just keep dying, you can just like turn around and go somewhere else. And just like... like all right, I'll fine. never play this game, but I love the stories that come out of it like that. Like, I looked at a tower and died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what happened. 
uh, anime. It's made in Japan. It's okay. We can talk about it. <clears throat> yeah. You think we'll get it? You think they'll ever make an Elden Ring anime or a Dark Souls anime? Uh, I, I, that would be impossible. <laughs> you think? I feel, I feel like... From software, too much reverence for their stuff. I don't think they would. If we didn't get an Armored Core anime back when they made 400 Armored Core games, are we going to get... I don't know. We'll see. I was like in the Zone of the Enders anime. There was. There was? The Zone of the Enders anime. It was uh, Doc got them on DVD. Holy shit. Doc, send me those uh, those, uh, DVDs. Sure. <laughs> just just send them to him. Hey, look what I got. Hey, can I have that? What? <laughs> you really right. don't think they'd do that? I I don't know. I mean, it might get people like me more interested in it since we're not really into immersive storytelling. Yeah, I like gameplay. That's that's what brings me in. Anyways, this is an anime podcast, and we've gone a little long, so let's wrap it up here. Um, I'm Hybrid Mink. Thank you, Gugsy Requiem, and Doctor Kev. Um, uh, I don't know. Just keep watching anime. We should get a tagline. I don't I need to figure one out. And remember, watch out for your the, the boss's balls in Elden Ring. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>